Van Damme is as American as apple pie. Salty, tart, really quite bitter apple pie. But you know, even the worst pie? Come on, it's still pie. You're listening to the downright delicious Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. Pie. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It's the Ron Van Dam Show. I mean hi, not pie. Hold on tight, things can get a bit weird if you like that sort of thing. Hi, I'm Ron Van Dam, and this is my story. <laughs> I don't have a story. <laughs> Who am I trying to kid? Hey, welcome to the program. It is the Ron Van Dam Show. This is me. This is what I look like. And here we go. For those of you that are not familiar with me, let's keep it that way. I kind of like the distance. Hey, let's play a game. Let's make believe. I have a restraining order against you. You have one against me. And uh, we keep it that way, huh? What do you think? Hey, you're looking good today. What'd you do, comb your hair? Oh, look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. he going to stop this uh, this back and forth with the music behind him and start the show? When is he going to do that? I'm going to do it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Jason Shaw doing the opening theme and uh, most of the incidental music, the closing theme. He performs for this program. Thank you, Jason. And also the lovely and talented John Shanahan. Here's your announcer, which he does professionally, by the way. And he also is like a comedy writer, comedian. Does a lot of stuff. He's got his own stuff going. Check him out. John Shanahan you can find him on our website, NewEnglandBroadcasting.com. And then there's Nicole Reed. She books many of the national interviews that we do on the show. You may recognize her. She's the British voice that you hear at the beginning of the program. And that's it for me. I show up every once in a while just to collect the check. Okay, okay. You know, ever since the pandemic, I was told by the uh, media doctors, remember all the media doctors during the pandemic, all of a sudden doctors were telling us what to do in the media. They were media doctors. (laughs) Well, it's just fine. I don't mind them. They were telling us uh, that you've got to increase your immune system because the people that were getting sick and dying, of which there were many, had weak immune systems for the most part they had uh, discerned. The media doctors did. I didn't choose my media doctors. I didn't go through a health agency to choose my media doctors. They just appeared on television and told me what to do. But here's what they said. Between you and me, here's what they said. They said, you got to increase your immune system. Take vitamin D3. (sighs) Is that the miracle drug? Well, as soon as a media doctor says something like that, The vast American public, because of their stupidity range, 
says, whoa, that's the miracle to stop everything. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so we go to the, the drugstore, of which there are kind of two. Depending on the area that you live in in this country, there's a CVS or a Walgreens. Guess which one is winning that battle? Yeah, I know. There's so many CVSs. More CVSs than there are receipts of CVS, and that's a lot of CVS. Walgreens, not so much. Not so much. There's other things. There's Rite Aid and Bob's Pharmacy and things like that, but, nah, you know, <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, so I go to CVS, and uh, they have a vitamin aisle. It's clearly marked. That's the one thing they can clearly mark in that store, and I go there, and out of all the vitamins that they have in stock at the time, they have vitamin D3, and I thought, oh, they have the miracle drug to boost my immune system. And I looked it up online, which is, you know, the new library. And it said, yeah, vitamin D3 does uh, do that. The sun does that normally. Sun uh, gives you the vitamin D3. I don't know how that works, but apparently it does. So you need to take a supplement or you can get it in foods. But hey, who eats properly? <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> if you find vitamin D3 in Twinkies and Frito-Lays, I don't think so. Frito-Lays. I think I dated her in college. Frida Lays. Oh, no, that's what they said about her. Anyway. Whoa. Uh, anyway, uh, so I'm looking at the vitamin D3 and uh comes in different sizes. But they look like very easy to swallow little pills, but they're coming in all different strengths. 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. And I'm thinking, well, one of those is not enough and one of those is probably way too much. Because vitamins over the counter are not regulated by any agency. Not that that makes a difference, but it kind of does. You need some kind of guideline, some kind of guideline. And vitamins confuse me. I don't understand the vitamin game. I don't understand why we're doing this, but apparently we do. We have available to us all these supplements for if you're not getting enough of something, there is a pill you can take to get that something you're not getting enough of. How do you know what you're not getting enough of? I don't know. I guess when you do a general blood test with your doctor during the annual physical, which everybody should have, by the way, kids, young adults, teenagers, middle-aged, seniors, everybody should go to the doctor at least once a year. Anyway, um, that tells you in a way if you have any deficiencies, but not completely. So we have to go by the media doctors who, uh, who tell us, like, this. here's a good idea. You should go to the pharmacy and take this. And all of a sudden, I think everybody jumps in their cars and goes to the pharmacy. And that's why they're always out of the vitamins that they just announced about, did a story about on television. Because <laughs> that's how we are. That's how we do things in this country. <laughs> There's a shortage of toilet paper. All of a sudden, everybody gets in their car and goes to their store and tries to buy toilet paper. All you do is, all you have to do is say that. You know, I, I could make that up. I could do like one of these conspiracy Trump things and just say, hey, did you hear uh, the price of, of hamburger meat is going to go up drastically starting tomorrow? It's probably a good idea to buy the hamburger meat and freeze it. All of a sudden... I could see like 50 million people getting in their cars and running to the supermarket while there's still red meat available at this price. I could see that happening because that's what we do. 
Anyway, um, there's vitamin A. I don't know what that is. I think there's a vitamin A. I'm not sure. There must be. How could they even start this alphabet thing without the vitamin A? I don't know what it is. Then there's vitamin B. All right, that's okay. Um, I've heard of vitamin B. Gives you energy, all that kind of stuff. Um, Now there's B1, B2, B3, B4, B5, be quiet, shut up. Now I, now, now I don't know which is, is B2 better than B1? Is B3 better than B2? Uh, how does that work? When you get too high, does it start getting like not as good as the first one? Was the first one the best? B1, whoa. B2, eh, not as much. Or did they keep improving it? Uh, let's make B1. That's not working. Let's do B2. That didn't work as well. How about B3? Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Let's keep B1 and 2 around. For the people that like, I don't even know what it is. Then there's vitamin C. I think we all know what that is. You find that in oranges and a lot of citrus and things like that. And milk. I think they add it to milk. I'm not even sure what vitamins they add to milk. I don't know which vitamins are in milk naturally or that they add to it. It's fortified. With what? I don't know. What'd they start with? Vitamin C. There's no vitamin C1, C2, C3 as far as I know. Then there's vitamin D. That's in milk. Oh, yeah. I don't know about the C, actually. I might have been wrong about that. The D is in the milk. That's where the D is. And, you know, we got the D1, D2, D3, D4, D5, D300. I don't know what it is. And then uh, vitamin E. Yep, that's the stuff. That's the stuff that, uh, yeah. That's stuff for a while. My doctor told me to take vitamin E every day because it'll it'll help you. It'll help you, especially with your uh, penile strength. It'll... You know, vitamin E is uh, good for your manhood. Oh, okay. And then my doctor said, well, you know, I told you to take vitamin E. Mm, Don't do that anymore. There's some problems with overdoses of vitamin E. So I took the bottle of vitamin E and I flushed it down the toilet. Now I can't get the toilet seat down. That's a joke. Thank you. Vitamin E. Some people take that. Vitamin F? No, no. I've never heard of that. Vitamin E, F, G, no, no G, H, vitamin H, nope, vitamin I, no, 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 uh, vitamin J, no, vitamin K, yes. What happened to all those letters in between? Why isn't there a vitamin W? Do we start getting into the Greek alphabet at a point? Wait a minute, that's, that doesn't make sense. Uh, well, we do, beta carotene. Beta blockers, that's the Greek alphabet. This is so confusing. It is so confusing. And they say, you know, if you're confused, speak to your pharmacist. Pharmacists can't speak English, so what am I supposed to do now? Vitamins confuse me. That vitamin aisle is overwhelming. Now there's milk thistle. What the fuck? What? Saw palmetto. What is that? What is that, sawdust? What the hell is that? The, uh, I, w- what are these things that you're turning into power, powder and putting in a bottle or putting them in a capsule or something? What are these things? Rose hips. I don't know Rose, and I don't want to have anything from her hips. Ew. Ew. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused by all those things. So, as a result, uh, we have obtained a specialist, a doctor, to explain about a particular vitamin 
the one that I referred to at the beginning of the program that apparently boosts your immune system and does some under, other wonderful things. Under wonderful things. Uh, other wonderful things. And it's vitamin D, D3 to be specific, I do believe. I'm not sure. I didn't read the notes. But uh, that's coming up a little bit later in the program, so hang on for that. See, I like to pose problems and then have experts come on and solve them. I think that's responsible for me to do that. I don't do it all the time because it's a lot of work. That's why I have people. I do have people. I do. I do. That's what I've wanted in my life. I didn't want to be successful or really, really rich. I just wanted people. I wanted people to do things for me so I didn't have to do them. I don't want people doing everything for me like Oprah. I wanted. I want people that uh, can make me look like I'm important. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Maybe not for like the whole life, just like maybe for a year or two, just to say I had people. And, you know, important people have people. I think it was Barbara Streisand who said that in a song. People, people who have people, are the luckiest people in the world. They also don't have to do that much. Barbara Streisand, well ahead of her time, or at least her nose was. Oh, my God. Wow, what a talent. She's still around. She's over here in the closet. Hey, Barb, how you been? Good to see you. I have people, yeah, yeah. Not really as much as I'd like to have people. Um, Yeah, if someone says, Ron, you want to go to lunch? And I would say, I'll have my people call your people, but I don't have people. Well, then my people will call you. Um, My people only eat with other people, not with you. Um, What about Ron? I just want to have lunch with Ron. Ron doesn't do lunch. His people do lunch. Ron uh, has people that have do, to do lunch for him. He eats his own food, don't get me wrong, but he has people to go to lunch with people like you where he doesn't want to sit with you because he doesn't care for people as much as other people do. So he has people. I, I, have, I, I live in the Boston area, and it snows every once in a while. In the winter. In the winter, don't get me wrong, just in the winter. I don't shovel anymore. I've shoveled all of my life. I shoveled as a five-year-old child. My father gave me a shovel and set me out in the blizzard cold. Dressed me like some kind of fakakta Eskimo. Couldn't move my arms. I had so much snowsuit stuff going. But I had to shovel that walk and I had to shovel that driveway. And I did it as a teenager. I actually went to other houses and they would uh, give me 20 bucks to shovel a driveway. And back then, that was a fortune. Then I shoveled as a young adult, uh, and when I got married, and when I, when I had children, I shoveled. They didn't because I just thought this is what I do. This is this is I was brought up doing this. This is just what I do. It's part of me. And uh, then there came a point in my life uh, recently, fairly recently, uh, where I said, "No, we're done shoveling." So I have people. Yeah, I have people that, hey, it's snowing. Where's my people? Yeah, I do that. I do that. Because I earned it. I earned it. I have people. I have people. I don't have people that test my food or anything to make sure that it's not poison. I should have that, but I don't. I mean, if there's a piece of chicken, 
Should I really start eating the chicken and then find out that it's raw inside? No, I shouldn't be doing that. I should have people for that. Uh, Betsy, here's a piece of chicken. Is it raw? Yes. Thank you, Betsy. Now I got to hire somebody else because you got to go to the hospital. I have people. I have people. Sex-wise, I'll do that myself. Although every once in a while, I do use people. I don't even know what that meant. That could have meant a few things. <laughs> you, make, you make up your own connotation. You know why? Because I don't really care. It doesn't make any difference to me. <laughs> what you think of me, not a big deal, to be honest with you. It isn't my defining glory or anything like that. But thank you anyway for your indulgence. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I have a uh, I have a studio. I have no real plants in my studio because you have to water real plants. And they shed and they do things and water drips on the floor and it's just a mess and you have to have a lot of sunlight and uh, in the studio there you know it's not like a sunny studio. It's not supposed to be sunny in a studio. So I have uh, fake plants. Plants that think they're real, but they're not. They're fake. Um, they're they're like <laughs> they're like boobs. Some are fake and some are real. Mine are fake. I don't have to water them. Every once in a while, I may have to dust them off, but not a big deal, really. So I I you know. I'm a, I'm a horniculture, I'm a phony fake horniculturist is what I am. Ron, uh, what's your favorite hobby? I love to, I love to plant things. What do you mean? I take like fake plants and I, I plant them in various areas on top of a cabinet or something. That's what I do. I like fake plants. They always, they're always green. They're always hardy. I don't know what that means, but they're hardy. They don't grow anymore, but they, they don't shed or anything like that. They never turn brown. They're perfect. Do people know that your plants are phony? I assume so, since plants don't grow like this in a dark atmosphere with no windows. So I guess, you know, they make plants so lifelike now that it's amazing. It is, it is like boobs. You don't know if they're real or they're fake until you're up on them. And then you go, yeah, okay, now I see they're fake. Um, okay, yeah. But from a distance? From a distance. What's, a, what's that song where they say, the, from a distance? I don't know. Now that song's in my head. <sighs> Isn't it when, when songs get stuck in your head, does that happen to you? You hear a song, you really like it, and for the next, like, year... Everything you do, everywhere you go, you're humming that to yourself and you say to yourself, stop it, stop it, stop it. But it does not leave your head. You have no control over your brains when there's a song in your head and you can't get rid of it. And it's not only the, it's not the whole song ever. It's just like a little part of it that keeps repeating over and over and over again. It's like torture. It's like waterboarding. They should do that with songs. All right, stop it, stop it. Get the song out of my head. It's awful. All right, that's enough chatter on my part. 
we do have a uh, doctor coming up who's going to actually help us with this vitamin D question. I know that that's been keeping you up at night as well. It certainly has me. Ladies and gentlemen, a short commercial break, uh, then our guests will be right back. Give the gift that says, I love you. The gift that says, happy birthday. The gift that says, get well soon. The gift that says, you're the reason I went into the priesthood. The gift that says, congratulations on not getting indicted. The gift that says, I want to cover you in warm chocolate pudding. The gift that says, good luck in clown college. The gift that says, thanks for removing my unsightly wart. The gift that says, sorry about giving you food poisoning. The gift that says, I'll see you in hell. The gift that says, remember the good times we had in prison. The gift that says, I want to make sweet love to you on the white sand beaches of Rio while your hot cousin watches. The gift that says, thank you for the kidney. The gift that says, you deserve all the best, but this will have to do. The gift that says, thanks Jesus. Whatever you want to say, you can say it beautifully with a timeless gift from Phyllis Gorman's House of Macaroni Art on Route 94 just past the Rotary, across from Sweaty Palmer's Adult Emporium. Dr. Donald Karcher joins us now. He's president of the American College of Pathologists, and we're talking about things that can uh, help you be healthier and live a happy, long life. Uh, Thanks for being with us today, doctor. Thanks very much, Ron, for having me. Pleasure. This always helps us out, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, No matter what age you are, especially a young adult and above, you need to get tested for various things every once in a while. And I know you're going to tell us about the four most important tests that patients should pay attention to, but I don't know what they are. So let's find out. So, uh, you know, it's a great place to start. Uh, Not everybody gets an annual physical. Not everybody maybe has all of these tests ordered every year by their doctor. But there's Uh a very good chance at some point they will have these tests ordered. So the more most important four to be on the lookout are uh, four or glucose, cholesterol, vitamin D, and a test called EGFR, which is a measure of kidney function. Okay. Now, um, interesting. When you have a blood test at your annual physical, which, by the way, everybody should have. um, Indeed. Yes, no question about it. It doesn't hurt, and it actually always helps. Um, Do they test for all these as a a rule anyway? I know the glucose, sure. Um, Kidney function, that's part of a general blood test. Is that about it? Well, you know, the three three of these, yeah. not, not the vitamin D, that's not always ordered, but uh-huh. the other three are oftentimes order as, ordered as part of Good. an annual physical because they're part of a series of tests that measures general health. Good. So they, there's a good chance if you get an annual physical, you'll have at least those three ordered. Good. Now, the vitamin D, boy, you know, that's, that's a big topic these days. Uh, for some reason. Yeah, Actually, it is. Um, vitamin D is uh, very yeah. important. It's uh-huh. important in maintaining uh, healthy bones and uh-huh. also other healthy bodily, bodily functions other than bones. Um, it keeps calcium in our blood at the, at the correct level, yep. which supports strong bones, supports proper muscle function, and other bodily functions. Um, it's not as, uh, this test is not ordered as much as the other three right. as often, but if your doctor suspects that you may have a deficiency of vitamin D, if you're at risk, uh-huh. your doctor may order this test. 
you know, many times we call the vitamin D um, vitamin the sunshine vitamin uh-huh. uh, because one of the ways that we have of increasing our vitamin D level is by spending time in the sun, sure. the UV light in the sun. Now, it doesn't the vitamin doesn't come from the sun, but what it does mm. is we have chemical precursors in our blood that the UV light converts to vitamin D. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, may, you know, we, we, yeah. Well, let me just interject that you got to be careful with being in the sun because you might have great vitamin D levels, but you also have skin cancer. So, I mean, there's a, there's a trade there. <laughs> Absolutely, and you know, uh, we're we're certainly not suggesting that people spend extra time in the sun without sunscreen. Right. Uh, in fact, you know, it's, uh, as you noted, it's very important to use sunscreen. But with the increased use of sunscreen, yeah. and also during the cooler months when we tend to not spend much time in the sun. Uh-huh. Actually, vitamin D deficiency is more common than it's ever been, and it tends mm-hmm. to be a little worse during the cooler months of the year. Yeah. So this is why, you know, if, a, if your doctor suspects you might be at risk of having a lower level, people that are a little older, maybe a little overweight, yeah. or possibly with more pigment in your skin, yeah. puts you at a little higher risk of having a low vitamin D. Yeah, especially when you get older, your bones become a bit more fragile. So uh, I know some people actually Absolutely. get bone density tests as well, I mean, because it's a concern. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and having a normal vitamin D level is an important way of sustaining good calcium levels in your bone. Yeah. Um, I remember during the COVID thing, remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I did remember yeah. something about that. Come to think of it. Um, a lot of people were going to vitamin D3. Um, why were they doing that? And was that indeed a thing? Yeah, well, vitamin, you know, vitamin D comes in different forms mm-hmm. and you can take vitamin D2 or D, D3 tablets. Uh, both are useful. Both, um, provide, uh, enough vitamin D in mm-hmm. your blood, you know, to, to supplement what you're able to get from your diet and then from conversion yeah. in sunlight. Yeah. So taking vitamin D3 is a good way to get your vitamin D levels up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for a while it was whole milk and then we learned whole milk is not the best thing to drink a lot. Uh, but now they're putting that vitamin into oat milk, uh, et cetera. So it's around, let me ask you the crucial, the crucial question here, doctor, which is the, the bottom line. What is the proper amount of vitamin D or vitamin D3 that one would take on a daily basis? You know, it, it varies based on how uh, deficient a person might be yeah. and other factors. So it's a little hard to say exactly what the right amount is to take. It uh, varies pretty widely. You know, what I would recommend people to do is just check, check with their doctor. Mm-hmm. If you can buy it over the counter. You yes. don't necessarily need a prescription. Right. But just check in with their doctor to see what uh, level they would recommend. Yeah, because it seems to be a run the gamut on the shelves. Uh, and I've, I've been trying to figure out, uh, you know, just as a supplement, uh, what is, you know, what's common. But as you say, that's a difficult thing to answer. Yeah, there are a lot of different factors. So I would I would ask your doctor next time you get a chance. All right, I will do that on my annual visitation. Although I'm of age where we do follow-ups. <laughs> so that's, a, that's a little different. That's the six-month deal. I can deal. relate. That's the six-month deal going on. Okay. Uh, so it is very important, especially in the winter, as you say, when you don't have the benefit of being outside and, and all that. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Um, we're talking about ki- kidney disease as well. Um, that's changed a little bit technologically, I understand. Yeah, the EGFR test, very important in measuring uh, kidney function. Mm-hmm. Um, it's oftentimes part of a panel of tests that's used for general health, yeah. monitoring general health. 
um, you know, kidney disease, particularly early kidney disease, may not have any symptoms at all. So an abnormal EGFR level may be the first hint that a person may have kidney disease. Uh. There's been a really important change in how we determine and calculate the EGFR. Um, It used to um, be calculated using, uh, it's a very complex equation, but it used to take race as a factor um, in consideration in Mm -hmm. that calculation. It was realized that that is not biologically appropriate. Mm -hmm. And so there's been a movement over the last three years to change to a better equation that no longer takes race into consideration. Um, And now most laboratories are using um, that more appropriate uh, formula. Mm. You know, the EGFR level determines, you know, perhaps what type of treatment a person might need for their kidney disease or Mm. even if they qualify for a kidney transplant. So it's obviously very important for that test to be as accurate as possible and no longer take race into consideration. I'm very proud of the fact that the CAP has taken an active part in making sure all laboratories are using this more appropriate formula. Excellent. The bottom line to our conversation is if you catch most things early enough, it, it's, it's treatable and it's not an issue. Um, but yeah, if you don't, right. if you don't, then you're, you play catch up and you may be a little beyond uh, the catch up mark. Uh, yeah, very, for sure with kidney disease. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then you mentioned calcium, which can give you a kidney stone. So, I mean, you know, you just got to be careful. I guess <laughs> life is a balance, isn't it? It's a balance. Absolutely. All right. Well, great information. Now, how can we get more of that? Well, Ron, there's, there's a lot of great websites, um, you know, on the Internet, you know, with information about these tests and many other tests. There's another website. Um, it's yourpathologist.org. Okay. And there's a lot of information about a whole range of laboratory tests and how pathologists interpret the results. So I would recommend to try that one as well. Excellent. Well, this has been a great conversation. Dr. Donald Karcher, thank you so much for your time today. I hope we can talk in the future because this is a good thing to do. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ron. And let me just mention, if I could, that January is National Blood Donor Month. So I encourage everyone to consider giving blood this month. It could literally save a life. Thanks very much. You're welcome. You take care. Well, that'll do it for me today. I'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new program. That should be exciting, right? But until that time arrives, I wish you peace.